Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Soul Focused Radio. This is your host, Martin Friedman, and I'm about to be joined by Ragiva Madi for part two of Breaking News, The Biggest Slaves on the Planet. You better have listened to part one. If you haven't, go back and listen to part one. And without further ado, here is part two. Enjoy. So th- this is what I want. This is what I want to talk about for a minute, because, you know, I, I hear you and, and, and I hear your plea for humanity and I'm with you. It's a beautiful thing. I plead for it, too. I plead for it, too. I do. I'm so ready for something different. And yet I know as ready as I have been for something different, I still have hung on to all ways of knowing and being. You know that. Everybody in my life knows that. I still have hung on to all ways of knowing and being, even with my like intense desire. You know, my my spiritual persona of Teddy Bear Moses is one of liberation. You know, like I want desperately to be liberated and to help other all of us be liberated back to our human self. So I'm I'm with you in that intense plea. I, I plea for it too with the same level of passion and intensity. And what I know if I'm hearing this for the very first time, I'm want, I'm wanting to know what does that look like for me? You know, you and I, you know, we, we set out to talk about spiritual adjustments. We, you know, and you talked about that recycling human waste, right. And, and, and healing. So what you're asking for is a, what you're, what you're pleading for is a, a, a very large spiritual adjustment away from this, from whiteness and the people who have internalized whiteness, you know, as, you know, as being the dominant, the superior, and then fixing everything, proving their inferiority because we fix everything in our favor, everything. Look at what just happened in Georgia with the, you know, the way they fix the voting laws. Oh, black people exercise their power and they got, you know, they got a black man and a, and a, a, an older black man and a young white Jewish guy, you know, in because it was the black vote that did it. So they just passed sweeping, uh, legislation to have the next the next election not be fair like that. It's a perfect example. It's not just in the past. It's happening right now. What? So you're asking for a huge, we are asking for a huge adjustment spiritually to transition away from whiteness, trying to be in charge. What does a spiritual adjustment look like on a more individual level for us that are white, that are desperately wanting to not be part of this anymore? What does that, what does that start to look like for us? Oh, that's a good question, Moses. It looks like very succinctly entering into authentic relationships with people, period. Mm. All people, not just people of color, all authentic, people. All, all people entering into yes. authentic relationships with all people. Yeah. yeah. And when, I'm, when I say authentic, what I mean is us accurately representing the truth of ourselves. Mm-hmm. If it's even if that truth is I'm feeling insecure about who I am, I'm going to I'm going to offer up my truth to the altar to be known. So that I can develop a, a real relationship with people who are around me and with me. Because this whole race thing has caused us to develop inauthentic relationships. And guess what? We live in a universe of truth that cannot work and will not work based on the lie. So the, mm-hmm. the beginning of healing is entering into authentic, real relationships with ourselves and other mm-hmm. people, period. Not just people of color, because most white people don't even have authentic relationships with themselves. And you know it because I know you because I've been studying you for years. I've been studying you under a microscope for years and you do not have authentic relationships with your own children. I work with white kids for years who would sit down and talk to me about how their parents neglected them. 
because all they wanted to do is get them things. And what their kids wanted was to be held, was to be talked to, was to be told the truth because they were getting exposed to the truth outside of their home. This is what I discovered. Now, I don't mean every white person. There's some white people that's doing some work, that's beginning to do some work. But the majority of you have not. And the proof of that is that anytime we in circles and we say to white people, you got to go talk to your own people, white folks be like, oh, Lord, whew, I got to go talk to my own people. Yeah, you got to talk to your own people. You got to go. You got to go back home just like we have to go back home. You got to go back home and talk to your people. You got to go authentically have conversations with your people about what has happened and about what your intelligence is telling you you need to do now. Stop listening to your fears. Your desire to want to fight and compete even more is your fear. It's your That's fear. Right. And that fear is preventing you from getting to the best of yourself. Because there's, there's more of you yet to come. But only you can get to it. We cannot get to it for you. And we're not going to do the work for you. And I tell people of color, here's what people of color need to do. Leave white folks alone. Mm. Just like we asking them to leave us alone, leave white folks alone. Stop focusing on them. Stop making all the attention about them. You know, want to change them. We got to do some work our damn self. Because we've been caught up in this stuff and it's time that we start growing ourselves like exponentially. Mm. You know, first of all, thank you. And I, I realize even like, even as I asked you the question and I really appreciated how you answered it and I really appreciated how you ended it because even as I asked you the question, I'm like, well, here I am a white man asking a black man that question, right? Now, right. you know, and a lot of what you said, I know, and I could have said myself, right? And especially the whole time I was, you were talking, I was thinking, well, when I give him ideas done speaking, you know, the thing I'm really going to talk about is fears. And then you said fears, right? I know this. And I think the, the thing I want to say, even to myself, because like you say, this starts with ourselves. The thing I really want to say to all white people, including myself, is that we do have to stop looking for the answers externally. I, the reason why I asked you the question is because, like you said, you've been studying me, and I don't mean just me, you know, Martin, Teddy Bear, Moses, Friedman. You have been studying me slash us for, you know, your whole life, have had to for your survival, right? And, right. and we, many of us, including myself, have come to you and said, help us, help us get back to humanity. So there's a level of comfort I have you asking that, have in asking that question to you. And there's also a level of discomfort because one of the things that I know for myself and for all of us is that we, we are using our relationships. Many of us in the, in the anti-racist movement, the so-called anti-racist movement, so-called anti-racist white people, the reason, and I'm saying so-called for a very specific reason, I'll, I'll say it in a second, but we use our relationships with people of color as a crutch to not do our own work. And I know that That's and true. I'm getting really yeah, clear. I, I, I'm getting clear about that, that's you know, true. myself. Yeah, that's true. That's true, Teddy Bear. But also I want to say that I'm not saying that, you know, that I am not available to assist white people in their work. I'm saying coming authentic. Right. Not where you coming to steal and rob because you're really not interested in developing yourself. You're interested in stealing ideas, stealing concepts, you're interested in appropriating. No, none of that no more. None of that. Yes. Yes. Everything, everything I share, I will booby trap. I was spiritually booby trapped, and I know how to spiritually booby trap stuff. If you come steal something from me, 
when you put it deep into your system, it will blow the whole thing up. I know how to do that. We know how to do that. We've been studying long enough to know how to work the magic on many different levels. If you want to grow, we help you grow. But don't complain in damn games. We can see that shit a mile away. And yes, 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 yes. And I know from you that we also have to be willing to sit with ourselves and do a level of work. Yes. Which for many of us, we're not willing to do. And I was put myself directly in the picture. I have not wanted to sit with myself because getting through those layers of whiteness, that is like fucking going through like the layers of hell, like purgatory in many ways. But, like there's but, so much Bear, think discomfort about to get there. Yeah. yeah but think about this. How comfortable you think it was to sit through the darkness of blackness and niggerness? I know it. I know. Think I get about it. That for a minute, because for 400 years, we had to sit in that. We had to, we were shackled down and were able to aspire to our own desires. We were shackled and could not respond to our own desires for life for 400 years. Mm-hmm. How painful do you think that has been? Unimaginable. To watch your dreams disintegrate right before your eyes and having no power to do anything about your own dreams for 400 years. How painful you think that has been? At least white people have the opportunity now to dig within themselves and they free themselves without being physically shackled. We were physically shackled and weren't able to pursue our dream for 400 years. Yeah, unimaginable. For 400 years. And nobody came. Listen to this very carefully because I want people to hear this. Nobody came to help us from no part of the planet. Nobody came. Nobody. They knew we were here. Nobody came. And if if black folks don't hear what I'm saying, you are crazy. Nobody came. They knew we were here. They knew we were suffering. They heard our cries. They heard us pleading out into the atmosphere of life. And nobody came. So if you're thinking a savior coming to save you, wake the fuck up. Ain't nobody coming. Excuse me, y'all. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> no, 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 bro. This is the realest, you know, this is the realest shit ever. Like, there's no, mm-mm. I mean, I, I hear you, I feel you. You know, when we talk about reparations, reparations is always focused on money. And there's spiritual reparations. You know, there's a there's yeah, a spiritual money repair. Money, can re- money can't repair. Money is made up. It's not even real. You can't use something that's not real to repair something that's real. That's why all the money you throw at anything is not going to change that condition because the condition is not based upon money. It's based on the condition of people's minds in their relationship to themselves. You get a person their mind back. If a person could take their mind back, they take the world. Mm. White folks' mind don't belong to them. It belongs to the Europeans who created it. That's why, that's why I call them slaves. Why I say you're slaves? Because your mind don't belong to you. White don't belong to you. You didn't invent that. 
It was assigned to you like a soldier. You didn't invent that. And I think that's why I know everything that you just said, everything that you just said, you know, you just said you hope black people hear you. I hope white people hear you and hear both of us because there is a level of arrogance and really like it's a combination of arrogance and immaturity, childlikeness that we we have relied so long. So I'm not, you know, I get, I'm, I'm, I'm picking my words kind of carefully because yes, I get that if we come correct, you, you're willing to work with us. The question is, what does that come coming correct look like? And for me, what I'm feeling right now is that we have to come correct with a level of spiritual maturity. We have been coming as spiritual children to like tell us what to do. Yes, we see that we are missing something. And so, you know, what I was saying before, yes, I agree with you. I have it's unimaginable what it would be like to have to to come to yourself and to sit with the mental slavery while also in shackles of every kind. And I know that coming correct for me, even as I come to you, you know, as I as I transition from coming to you as Martin talking to Madi, to Teddy Bear Moses, talking to Ragiva, it's me making this, the commitment to, to face what I have to face. Let, let me say this and see, I really want to see what you think about this because there's a level of difficulty. I'm not making, I'm not making this in a comparison sense, but when you don't have something right in your face, like it's hard to heal f- from something if you're not seeing the symptoms. And so I would say most white people don't even know that we have to sit with a discomfort. I would say most white people don't even understand, have a conscious understanding of the level of spiritual enslavement that we're currently experiencing. And therefore, that's a, that's a unique challenge, not in a comparison sense, but that's a unique challenge for us to even get to the point where we have to learn that we have to sit through all those uncomfortable layers, all of that incredible discomfort, because we have the external comfort. The external comfort is oh, actually oh, making this harder. Yeah, what are, you, what are your thoughts about that? That's what I'm feeling right now. But here's the thing, too, because, you know, white people are no different from other human beings. Right. And if you're honest with yourself about your own unhappiness, if you're honest with yourself about your own unhealthiness, your own struggles that you're having inside yourself and you start crying out within yourself for relief and you stop, you know, leaning on your whiteness, you will start discovering ways out of your condition. I agree. But if you keep doubling down on the fact that, you know, you're depressed, you don't know why you're depressed, you don't have no inspiration, you're not motivated, you really, all you got is stuff, stuff and titles, stuff and titles, stuff and titles. That's what you're running off of. Now, if you start being honest with yourself, all that's going to change. Your relationship to the illusions will change and you will stop being distracted and you will start finding solutions inside yourself because inside yourself is the real universe. The real universe is inside of you. And all you got to do is look inside of it to get the answers. But you don't trust yourself that much. That's right. Because you got to trust yourself enough to, to, to follow some of the answers that you get. 
And some of those answers are just beginning to just admit that you lied. Because we all have to do it. I had to do it. I had to do it. I had to admit that I lied when I lied. I had to admit when I fronted when I was fronting. I had to admit it. Everybody that comes to back to themselves has to face the lies that they've told, face the deception that ego has put them through. All of us have to do it. You ain't gonna be, you're not gonna, you're not gonna get away from doing anything that any other human being has to do to redeem themselves. You don't get no pass for redemption. That's right. You're, to redeem yourself, you gotta pay the same toll as every other human being. And the term I was looking for, you just you just gave it to me. The term is spiritual laziness. That's what it is. We've been spiritually lazy. Like we have not been willing to put the work in that we have to put in. And it's the illusions. There's so many layers of illusions. And I know all human beings go through it. And I know why people are human. What I'm saying, my dear, and this is part of why we have to separate out sometimes is that we have had a laziness. We have not been willing to commit to the work. I've been really thinking a lot about transitioning from work, you know, the terminology of work to practice. And some of this is work. Some of this, some of this is work. Right. Some of this is, and we've been lazy. We've been, we've been lazy. I would, I would say it's not laziness, Moses. I would say it's total distraction. Uh, okay, total, I'm, I'm total complete, total complete distraction. You people are so distracted by the enamor of whiteness that they cannot see the importance of developing their inner self. When we and start it comes to come out of as laziness, it comes off yeah, as laziness because people don't know the seriousness of the work that they have to do to develop themselves because they think happiness is coming from the outside. No matter how many trucks you buy, no matter how much, how many job positions you have, none of that shit is going to do nothing for you because fulfillment is an inside out perspective thing. It's an inside job. It's not an outside job. Yes, yes, but yes. And as we come out of those distractions, we realize the level of work we have to do. And many of us don't want to do that work. And that's why I'm saying it's spiritual laziness. I'm saying that as we come out that's of why, that. That's why I'm saying it's still, it's still distraction. Because if you come out of a period of distraction and you mm -hmm. see all the work you have to do to get to your true self. I got and you. And you then leave the work alone. You are still distracted because. You have not discovered the truth about yourself yet. Yeah. I think we're using different terminology for the same concept. And so I agree with you. No, I agree with no, you. But it is, but it's for a different reason. I'm using the yeah, term distraction I agree. because I don't want to put I don't want to put no negative baggage on people. I don't yeah, want to call that. I would say that you're distracted because in all honesty, you are being just like we are being. Right. There's no human, there's no being, no spiritual being who's lazy. There's only a distracted mind. Well, the reason why I'm, why I keep pushing that point is it's, it's on self. Cause I'm, I'm thinking about myself and that, that's what it feels like to me. And you're right. I'm not going to, I'm not going to come out of it using a negative, using a negative framing. And if I'm, you know, that's, that's like an inner critical parent framing, right? To say, you know, to put a negative framing on it, as opposed to just saying that there's a lot of work to come out of all the layers of distraction, all the levels and layers of distraction. It's a lot of work. And I think for a lot of us as human beings, all human beings, certainly white, you know, human beings that have been 
infected with whiteness, you know, there's a there's a level of difficulty in continuing to commit commit to get through all the layers. And you're right. It's not laziness. It's just challenging. There's a challenge. And I'm speaking again personally. There's been a challenge to commit to the level of work that you have to do to get through all those distractions. And I see it and I feel it. And it's it's a constant practice. That's where the practice piece comes in. I, I can't I can't let up for a day. I can't let up for uh, an hour, really, because of the how deep the socialization of whiteness is in me. Everything that you said, that level of that level of enslavement, all those messages. There's a there's a lot of work to get through that depth. And we have part of the issue for us is to find that motivation to do that level of work. And the, the only motivation is to is once you start to feel that true human being that we are once i start to really feel it the attraction of that has to outweigh the seduction of the attractions that's what i'm feeling right now i mean distractions because so, you know because yeah you see because see what really makes us a slave is distraction because right. i want you to understand this and, and i know we ran out of time yeah, yeah. You were with yourself 24 hours a day, all the time. Mm -hmm. 20 years on the planet with yourself 24 hours a day. You should know yourself so well that you can get yourself to do whatever you want yourself to do. So let's suppose that by 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, you still don't know how to get yourself to do what you want yourself to do. There's only one reason why you don't. Because even though you've been with yourself, you've been distracted from yourself. And to be distracted from yourself while you're with yourself makes you a slave. Because you, your mind is entrapped in, in what they were like a prism that you don't even know you're in. And you wake up 40, 50 years and you're unhappy. You haven't accomplished anything. You don't feel like you're significant at all. That's when you discover, damn, that's when you discover you've been a slave all this time. That's why I said white people are the biggest slaves on the planet. Because you have you have been distracted totally from developing your human self. Guess what distracted you? Whiteness. Mm. That's what we need to call this podcast. White people are the biggest slaves on the planet Earth. Mm. And think about how how crazy it is for black people and people of color that want to follow them. Want to mm -hmm. follow white people? Mm. That is that's some insanity right there. Because mm. the only place white people can lead the world to right now is deeper slavery. Mm. Gotta let go of white. Gotta let go of white. Gotta let it go. Gotta become a full human being again. Gotta let go of black because we ain't black. I let go of all these terms that we've been created to limit us to put a, a governor on our minds so that we wouldn't grow to our full potential. I let, let go of all that shit. I let it go. All of it got to let go. Thank you. You're on time. Right. You're welcome. You're welcome, Moses. You are very welcome. And I, I appreciate everybody that's listening. Everybody that's listening. Everybody that's listening. That's right. Yeah, I think that this has been a powerful conversation. 
you know, and I'm, I feel honored to have been a part of it. Me too. You know, it's funny because this was live, right? I was just thinking about this was, this was very live, (laughs) even though it was recorded, people are going to listen to it recorded. This was live, right? And, you know, we just want to, we want to thank each and every one of you for being part of this live podcast, right? It doesn't matter when you listen to it. You, as you listen to it, you have listened live and, you know, I was honored to be a part of it. I'm honored that you're a part of it. We're honored that you're part of our journey. We want you on this journey with us. And, you know, right given my D, we are creating more and more opportunities every day for people to be on this journey with us. We want you to go to our website, soulfocusgroup.com. We now have online certification classes that we want you to be a part of. Uh, we want you to listen to all of our podcasts on Apple and Spotify and Google. We want you to go and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We have so much content on that right now. We want you to go there. We want you, we want you on our journey because we love each and every one of you. And I know what I'm learning as I'm letting go of whiteness, Rakiva, as I'm letting go of whiteness, I'm feeling more and more love for everybody. The, The less I hold on to whiteness, the more love I feel. Yes, because we love humanity. We love everybody. Right. And everybody. A, a person, some people would be listening to this and may not understand what it is, but you know, but love is is the ultimate perspective. Because love empowers us to see ourselves in each other. Mm. That's what love is. The power to see yourself in another soul and fall in love with that soul because you saw the image of yourself, because you were in mm. love with yourself first. Mm. Every that's, time that's we get whole, on this podcast, we make love. We make love because lo- making love is not about sex. That's right. I was gonna, I was gonna give uh, a little homework, um, and the homework is to think of somebody either in your life or somebody that's famous that you know of who you think you hate. Find a way to love that. Find the love that person. Look at their soul and see yourself in their soul. And that's that's everybody's homework. Do it for just one person, just for a minute or two. If you have a hard time, think of the person that you that you hate the most, and and start practicing love towards that person. That would be homework for everybody. So with that, we want all of you to stay safe, uh, stay well. And most importantly, Ragiva, what do we want people to do? Stay soul focused. That's right. Stay soul focused. If you wish to support and represent the Soul Focus Group, Check out our apparel store at our website, www.soulfocusgroup.com forward slash shop.